When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey, listen. You have an inhaler? I have asthma, Adam. You have asthma? Yeah, I have really bad lung... No, when I quit smoking, because God hates me. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, if I had asthma, this game that we're gonna talk about today, it it would really freak me out, because there's a lot of times where you have to, like, turn on the dust machine, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, man, I don't want to breathe that and deal with an alien. No thanks. Oh, yeah, That's too many things. I wouldn't survive things. most horror situations just because of asthma. <laughs> that's I think that's the fantasy everyone's getting yeah. out of this genre is like things you would never survive. Let's play a character who might. Exactly. You know, guys, uh, please, for God's sake, the alien can hear this shit. There's an onboard <laughs> mic. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to One Upsmanship. We did the mm, slow roll welcome. natural intro this time. So, you know, it's going to be a good conversation between pals just about the game. Uh, my name is Michael right. Swaim. Who else I got my, around me? My name is Adam Ganser, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm joined by one of our favorite longtime collaborators. That's right. Dave. <laughs> Hi. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm Dave. I'm your friend, yeah. Dave. You are Dave, and you are our friend. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave, before we jump all the way into Alien Isolation, do I remember correctly that when this game first came out, you like shut yourself in a cupboard and played it straight? Is yep. that right? I uh, <clears throat> For a cracked article, this was back Ooh. when I realized that you couldn't, you could just lie and say you did something, because <laughs> uh, I was right. doing a bunch of articles where I would do the thing, and I legitimately... Blacked out my windows in, in my first apartment in Los Angeles. Um, Robert Evans let me borrow his AK-47, which I kept mm-hmm, in the room. Mm-hmm. I went out to Target and I bought <clears throat> survival stuff. Couple and I bought AKs. a bunch of MREs, meals ready to eat. Um, a <laughs> bunch of energy drinks. 
Yep, I had a uh, weird Mexican alcohol that Robert had brought me uh, that sure. tasted terrible. I blacked out my entire room. I covered my computer with a sheet, so I was in pitch black, and I had bottles to pee in, and I played the entire game without pausing. So, for Wait, example, so, so when I had to eat, I would find a quiet place in the game and hunker down and then <laughs> eat in real life. Oh, be- so, so like, even that was a sound hazard. Because if people don't know, oh, a function of this right. game is at the time that was really revolutionary. Now, full disclosure, we already said it, but we're, we're talking Alien Isolation. I didn't play because I don't. I have a PS5 now, and this is the first time I played it. I didn't have the cam. Oh. I don't have yeah, like yeah, a Sony yeah. cam, so there was no head tracking for the leaning, and there was no the alien can hear you through the microphone. Right. Um, but originally, there was real the alien could hear. So you would eat and crunch the MREs and be worried about the alien hearing you. Um, well, they were pretty. They were pretty quiet, to be honest. But, Did yeah. you ever? Th- that was the idea. Couldn't you just go into a hiding spot, or couldn't you just die? That's what yeah, I did. Into a locker. No, couldn't I would, you like I would dive just, into a locker. Yeah, I would. That's what I do. I'd go into hiding yeah. spots, and then I like I'd, the locker we're in for the duration of this episode, based exactly. on what we started with. But yeah. my question it's is, cramped in here. It wasn't hard. It was psychologically let, hard. Could but, you let the Zeno kill you and then eat? And pee while it's on the. That's what I would have done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not. Let's true. get on with this shit. I did yeah. not do that, and I mm-hmm. think in retrospect, in retrospect, I wouldn't do it at all. I would just pretend. I wouldn't to do done. any of this shit. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, do I any of that. And also, peeing into a bottle is a science all its own. Uh, Depends on the bottle. You get the big Snapple bottles. You get like you, you learn know. factoid, and you have a place to pee. You ever, have you ever peed into a can? Now that twice enriching. That yes, is once, terrifying. And I yeah, that's tough. Learn never to that's, do that again. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I I try to arrange my life in such a way as to not use beverage containers for my urine. Uh, that's just a principle I have. Sure. And, uh, Only snapping plates. into format. <laughs> Only dinner <laughs> plates, plates for Adam. Yeah, <laughs> flat services for me. I yeah, I like I like to I like that juggling act that happens at the end. Right. Uh, snapping right into format here. Clink let's uh, pass pass our first checkpoint and do our brand spanking news segment to you, Dave, which is uh, tell me like I'm eight bit. Wherein uh, the Dave of the episode explains simply to someone who has no idea what this game is, what is Alien Isolation? Hmm. Well, Alien Isolation is a horror game that serves as a sequel to the original Alien film. You are Amanda Ripley, the daughter of Ellen Ripley, who is seen, I believe, in Aliens in the extended version, being played by Sigourney Weaver's mother. Uh, but you are, you, this is Amanda Ripley, um, about, it's, it's like about 20, it's, I think it's 15 years after the events of Alien. Uh, so you're all grown up and you've sort of, you know, you're still kind of looking for your mother and, uh, you are approached by a, a dude named Samuels who, uh, <clears throat> tells you that they found, I, I, they, what did they find? The flight recorder? Sorry, it's That's been right. a minute. They fly, yeah, yeah. flight recorder yeah, the off, the, off the Nostromo. The Nostromo. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you might find closure, and it's being held on this space station. So you go to this gigantic space station that's rotating a, uh, a big-ass big uh, planet, a gas giant, I believe, like a Jupiter type. Uh, and uh, there's an accident that basically separates you from the, the ship that brought you there. And you are on the space station alone, hence the name Isolation, where, oh boy, something's happening on this space station. There is some sort of alien 
on this station. <laughs> um, and there are also uh, uh, androids called Working Joes that, boy, they aren't working quite right. Yeah, and what so, are they doing? Yeah, and yeah. so it becomes a game of cat and mouse where basically this alien uh, will kill you if it sees you. So, boy, you best not be seen by the alien. So you spend most of the game uh, hiding and, and running around. And also these working Joes will, will mess you up as well. Uh, you 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 eject the first alien, um, very much like the the movie Alien, uh, only to learn that there are way more aliens on board. You of learn course. that the working Joe and the computers are protecting the aliens, much like the original, uh, because because Waylon Yutani is behind everything as they always are. Um, you have to um, <laughs> screw with the artificial intelligence to like burn the aliens. You re- oh yeah, you realize that there's a nest on board. And that's fu- that's fucked up. Um, it's kind of terrifying. And eventually, you uh, the the ship gets uh, caught into the gravitational pull of the of the uh, planet. You get off at the last minute, uh, and you get back to the original ship, only to find there's an alien in there too. You launch yourself out into space because you're in a spacesuit. You are floating in space, and a searchlight shines on your face, and the game ends. Uh, you also, somewhere in there, get a level of closure with your ma, who left you a message um, that you find. Uh, that's pretty much the game done. I'm done. You did, you did, a, you did a wonderful job. Uh, you say that to so all the guests. I do. Have you ever uh, told a guest they did a bad job? No, I wouldn't do that because I'm a professional podcast Yeah, I think you've once or twice uh, enwrapped it in a joke and said, wow, well, that was something, you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once in yeah, like a while, I'm like, that was shit. words. Yeah. Those yeah. were words. Uh, no, no, you did great, especially if anyone is interested in a story recap of this game, which I was, and I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just want to add, in case somebody's like, has has no idea what this is. It was released in 2014. It's a first person survival game where you are not given meaningful weapons. Yes. You have well, tools, yeah, we'll get into that. But you, but you don't have like it's not a shooter. It's much more of a hide and, and uh, survive type. Yeah. Game. I think I also I wanna I also well it's, I no, also, no, that's just a fact. Yeah, no, yeah. I disagree with that. Okay. Oh, one right, one, one thing that is a fact. At the time, it was important to note that the alien AI was seen as very sophisticated. Yeah. In that, you play if you play the level more than one time, the alien never acts the same way, and that's important because it makes it so that yeah, there's no right. way to like speed run this game where you're like, okay, he's gonna go around the corner here. Like every time you die, it's a new it's a new situation. That's essentially right. Prior the alien to almost is- every other hide and seek based game, which was. You figure out their roots, and even new games still do that. Horizon is still doing this. You see yeah. their root; their root is a loop. You wait till they pass you. You go. Um, right. This was not that. It's alive, so to speak. My you God, have to adapt true to it. consciousness. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, great. So let's pass our next checkpoint and get into the gamer rants. And uh, Swaim, since you disagree with what I thought were facts, I'd love to hear you rock it off first. Is that yeah, cool? yeah, yeah? I'll- player one plug in and dave that's Wonderful. how you know that he thinks you fucked it up because he added stuff at the end if it right. had been perfect then he wouldn't have added <laughs> hey, first of all i don't like this little alliance thing you're trying to do let's get rid of that shit right off the bat i'm right, lying with ahead. you to neg dave if anything <laughs> good i, I like neg. alliances as I i've always neg. said so you guys <laughs> so succeeded anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when it comes to a game like Inscription, and Dave, please bring your own opinions into this. No, yes. I'm just I'm oh, trying oh, to oh. fuck with Adam. Here uh, we no, go. No, no. Oh, <laughs> can, I, can I actually? <laughs> no, uh, on that we subject? can't say anything about Inscription. That oh, was the I'm just rule. gonna say I thought you both did very good. I oh, thought it was you. a very oh, fair. I thought episode. it was very even-handed. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah, I, I also I, thought that way, and I, it did not get slaughtered. Yeah, I'm glad I can it. quickly advocate for Inscription as I really like that game. It is a good game. Um, but like overall, I thought you guys did a pretty good job. Yeah. Thanks, bud. You're good. Okay, hey, here's my actual good. Alien Isolation rant. I had an interesting arc with Alien Isolation because I never played it before because I don't usually like survival horror games because they are too scary for me. Um, jump scares really mm. get me and it's not a feeling I like. It's like being tickled and you're like, I don't. Why would I do this voluntarily? I don't like that feeling. Um, I love horror movies, and I'll have to do some more meditating on why the... And, but even jump scares aren't my favorite there, but they don't make me shy away. But in gaming, I really think it's scarier, and especially in VR nowadays, these dang nab kids are, you know, the shit that we're up to. Like, some VR games are so scary, I can barely handle it until I get used to it. And so I avoided Alien Isolation at the time because it seemed like one of those games with the points to be really scared, and I'm not into that with my gaming. So I played it for the first time for the show. I did play it all at night with all the lights turned off and stuff. Um, I only had a Beretta, <laughs> and I feel bad about that. It wasn't an AK. Uh, and I had some Canadian alcohol. So like a lesser version of everything Dave did. See, Dave, you can just make it up. And uh, no, I did play it all in dark. As I said, I didn't have the camera for leaning, and I didn't have the microphone, which does lose a dimension that I think is interesting and worth discussing. But it's kind of like a... 3D or smell-o-vision layer in the sense that the game's fully functional without it. I didn't feel shorted because the alien couldn't hear me. I was mostly silent because I was playing a video game, so it wasn't a big deal. I did play it in sessions because I'm not a maniac, and I had a markedly different experience each session. I would say that this is a game about mastering your fear, and this is not even getting into the execution on the atmosphere level, because actually the first thing I experienced was, wow, what great atmosphere and vibes. Wow, how well designed. And that was my first blush. Then my second blush was, all right, the aliens entered the story. I'm scared. I hate these games. Oh, my God, I'm scared. Then uh, I was started feeling, and during that process, I think, I, I started feeling, this is unfair. I'm dying so much. I can't figure out how to get past here. Everyone always sees me so easily. Fuck this game. Like, oh, this is going to be a hard one, right? For me personally. Then, long stretch in the middle where I got to say, and it, and it's opened up other old classic games that I think I might give a shot, where I really enjoyed the hide-and-seek element when I just thought of it as hide-and-seek and when I mastered my fear. And by that I mean I got killed by the alien enough that it did lose its sting. That I was like, well, it's just an animation of me dying and then I'll respawn and I'll try again. So when it just became a loss and I got over going, whoa, every time that the alien that killed me. Uh, like the Working Joes are a fantastic example. There's a Working Joe that is paralyzed from the legs down and laying on the ground in a particular way. And it's every fucking where. There's like nine of them and they're mm -hmm. always laying the exact same way. And the first time you pass one, it grabs your leg and says something creepy, like some nursery rhyme or whatever. And that scared the shit out of me. The ninth time, I go, oh, it's one of those working Joes. Okay, grab my leg. I hit your hand. We go. Like, it's just a gameplay element. And when it just became a gameplay element, for me, because I'm not liking the being scared, I was able to really settle in and enjoy that it's a sophisticated hide-and-seek game. 
I did really like the hide and seek, but I got to say compared to a game like Half-Life, which I recently replayed for the show and we, you really, really struggle or even resident evil Two uh, remake particularly like, or even dead space to some degree, the balance of ammo drops is what I'm getting at. I think in this game, and I had it on normal as far as I recall, uh, it like spoils you. Like I constantly had an overabundance of so much ammo that by the end I went, I'm not scared of the alien at all. And I played the last eight hours like a normal FPS. I had plenty of ammo. I killed everything with my guns. Like you can do that. You just gather a lot of ammo. But not or, the alien. You, you can't kill the alien. No, you can never. But then yeah, it's yeah. like playing RE2 where it's like, okay, there's this right, one right, thing right. I run from. Everything else, I blah, blah, blah. And then I got to say, and this is a gripe I levied a lot of games. This will wrap up my rant. I do think by the end it really dragged on and ground to a halt. And I stopped enjoying it for quite a few hours towards the end. Because at some point it just became, well, now I'm just basically like, I know the alien's exact cone of vision. I'm very used to what the alien's going to look at when. Even though it doesn't repeat, I know it's animations. Like I could tell when it was going to turn its head left or right or go in a vent or go forward or turn. And uh, it did feel like, well, now I'm just crossing the street looking both ways. Like, don't get hit by the bus and you'll be fine. Just And then it became just a slow trudge toward, now I got to go over here. Now I got to set the clamps. Now she fell down a thing. We got to climb back up so we can unset the clamps that we just set. Great. This is thrilling. So, like, by the end, I got really sick of it. And I wanted it to be significantly shorter. And then I would think it rips. Um, and that's just mm. little old Swaim. Mm. <laughs> rant. The well, end. Can I, can I go? Can I get it? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah sandwich. Please oh, yeah. Sure. Please do. Yeah, Dave's sandwich. Because, uh, yeah, I, I guess. So I want to start by saying. I, I think you're partially right. I know we'll do this in discussion. In that the game is too long, I think it's too long in the middle, not the end. Uh, that's my one yeah. critique of it. But in my opinion, I think this is one of the best horror games I've ever played. Maybe wow. the best horror game I've played. Mind wow. you, I'm a big horror movie fan, not a big horror game fan. So I want to start with that disclaimer that I, I actually don't play a lot of horror games Kind of for the reason uh, Mike said, which is that they're generally unnerving and I play games more often t for the opposite feeling to, to more relax. Uh, so, like, I love horror movies. I grew up on horror movies. Horror games I'm, I'm less into. That said, I've also grew up on Alien. Um, what I love about this as a horror game is that Unlike the horror games I have played, at no point do you feel powerful. I never felt powerful, even when I got the better weapons and equipment. You don't really get what you want from them. Everything you do has to take time. I found myself wanting to leave every room I was in as fast as possible. Uh, every dead body you find tells a story. Uh, uh, the, the, the environment is chaotic in, in itself. The noises of the ship when things start falling apart. Every vent and dark corner is like creepy, especially since an alien can, in fact, get you from it. The creatures are designed to blend into the environment. Um, I, I, it's a constant feeling of unease as a baseline with this game. It probably doesn't help that I played it all in one sitting, where like <laughs> playing it all, I never had time to process it and get used to the game. I was just powering through it. Mm. Um, you never feel safe, really. Uh, and I found it very stressful and very fun. It's one of my favorite games that I never want to play, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
And that uh, does make sense. Yeah. Um, in terms that said, one of the best horror games. If someone said to me, "Ah, this game and this game and this game is better," I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." One thing I do believe that isn't I I that I like. I feel like this isn't an opinion. This is just a fact. But of course, this is all very subjective. But one thing I believe wholeheartedly is that in terms of a movie to game adaptation or sequel, this is the absolute best one ever made. Mm. Uh, it, I can't think of a better adaptation of a movie into game. Gone with um, Throne. That's fun to think about. <laughs> yeah, trying. I can't. Yep. It, it is the best one. It is complete. It captures the alien, the first Alien film more than some other Aliens films. The aesthetics and atmosphere, like I'd say it, it blows Prometheus out of the water, even though that was made by Ridley Scott. Uh, because the people who made this movie love it. There are some close seconds uh, in terms of adaptation. Someone clearly is a, never played the SNES game Krusty's Super Fun House. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> clearly. not. This is a love letter to Alien. Yeah. Uh, and because of the heavy nostalgia I personally have, it's weird to play a game that I both dread being in and want to live inside. At the same time, I find everything down to the down to the sounds of the computers, the key typing, the 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 hum of the computers, everything just like was this warm nostalgic blanket for me that just perfectly recreated the alien, the first alien movie, and a little bit of the second one. Um, they weren't afra afraid to copy the 70s aesthetic of it all, uh, which I think we need more in both film and games. We need more prequels and sequels where they don't feel this weird need to like make the tech updated. Just embrace what the movie, the original was and the aesthetic. Uh, and you'll get, a, you'll get way more people responding to it like I did. I, I loved it. Um, at the same time, it adds to the lore with the working Joes. Uh, making a prototype of uh, characters like Ash. Uh, and I, I love that they remembered to put that threat in there and the working Joes themselves were very well done. Um, that said, that is the part I think that's that goes on too long. I don't think we need so much working Joes. There's a part where everything comes to a halt and you have to kind of just deal with them. And I don't... I like that is That's like the middle area and I think... This game could have been considerably shorter, even though a playthrough of this can be like eight hours. Right. Uh, it still doesn't need to be this long. Um, I think it stretches. I also think that it's not breaking any too, too, too new. All right, well, here's what I'll say. The plot, I think it's a fantastic idea to focus on Ripley's daughter and to use and to and to extend the lore between Alien 1 and 2. Um, I like the character. I like the characters around her. It's still a video game. So, like, unlike the first Alien, if you recall, you didn't even know Ripley was a main character. And this, you clearly know who the main character is and who's going to survive. And that's part of it. Like, I think it would have been cool to play as a different character and die a quarter of the way through this game and then play as a new character or something like that. Just to make it, you feel a little more unsafe. Uh, the Waylon yutani stuff is as expected as well. But overall, I really like where they went with this. The idea of it, the extension of the story. I thought that was cool. Um, and so, you know, it's not, it's not an amazing story. It's not The Last of Us. But I thought as an extension of Alien, it pretty much like the, you could make this a movie easily. Uh, and, you know, most Alien movies should just be kind of slashers anyway. At the end of the day, I just found this game very beautiful. 
I liked I liked again existing in the game. Um, I feel like it is unique to play a horror game where you never feel that powerful. At no point can you kill the alien, and I think the entire game kind of branches off of that fact. Uh, I will never forget the sound of that alien dropping from the vent and walking around like that. That is mm, that 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 triggers me. I was watching a gameplay of this, and I was getting nervous just watching someone else play it. Uh, and and part of that is my own personal experience, but also I think this game is just beautifully crafted um, as a horror game, but especially as an adaptation. Uh, I don't think we'll see another game like it because I read that there will not be a sequel, unfortunately. So this game is very unique in that regard, and it, it really stands out to me. Um, and that's my rant on it. The okay. end. Have you played PT or Prey? Just wondering. No, I heard Prey was similar, but is Prey a game it's, where it's not you... similar? I would okay. call it similar, no. but it gave I was going to say I, I, I looked up a list of like games like Alien Isolation, and they were yeah. all still games where like you just blast the bad guy, and yeah, in this game you don't, rare. you just can't really do that. There you can blast games. the working Joes and the face huggers. I, I'm going to itself. Prey has an unkillable thing, but go ahead. Okay, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and interject. We could save all this for after yeah. the break, but first I'm going to do my rant. So player three, plug it in. Uh, actually, I kind of agree with almost everything Dave said. Uh, I, I think I, I've played this game three times. The third time I didn't enjoy it at all, which says I think that the horror stopped working. Um, so it was fantastic, though, the first time I played it, and I was riveted and thoroughly enjoyed it. The second time I played it, I noticed that the experience of the story is pretty flat. Uh, like all the pieces of the story are fine, but most of what you're doing is very much like go to the MacGuffin chamber and twist the MacGuffin knob. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, um, none of the none of the objectives feel very grounded in the emotional arc of the story, which is a problem with almost all video games. So I'm not holding that super against this, but just to add a couple things that we might want to talk about. Um, I so I think the storytelling is fine. Um, the story itself is very much a super expanded version of Alien. Um, I agree as a movie adaptation, this is really pretty tops. Um, I think there's been some really great Star Wars games, but uh, I've never... This game is so devoted to capturing Alien. Not any of the sequels so much as Alien. The sounds, the look, the production design, the lighting, even the plot elements. Like It wants to capture that movie. And uh, I think that was a good decision for a horror game because that was a horror movie and uh, the rest of the franchise moved away from it to some degree. So that was a good decision. Um, yeah, I don't super care about its connection to the larger movie universe so much. I know some people really do and it's neat that it does. Um, I think that this is a whole little tableau of games like Outlast and Soma and some others and I think it's the best of that little tiny niche genre where you're not really shooting. I mean, there's a little bit of shooting, but you're not really doing that. It's it's really more the evading and the surviving and the tra like traversing these three-dimensional horror puzzles so that you can get out of the space and safe for a little while. Um, I don't. I can't remember a, mo a game that gave me more tension. I mean, Outlast is a second is a close contender, which is again, the same type of game, but this game, you just feel so much tension. Um, and it's really well done. Uh, I agree with both of your critique that it's too long. It's about 10 hours too long. I would say 
Because it takes about 30, 32 hours to get through this game. And it should have been 20. I think that would have been a perfect length. Like around Dead Space 1's length would have been perfect. Um, so it's too long. Uh, I, I think that... Uh, I think also there's something about capturing the feeling of a movie you already love that enhances a game experience in a way that an original IP can't do. And that's part of what makes this so successful. Forgive me for the motorcycle zipping through our lives here. Um, I think that the fact that it's so accurately captured Alien is part of what heightens the tension because we already have emotional feelings about the Alien. And the Alien is really well rendered here. Um, even when it gets close and kills you, you feel like you never quite see the whole thing. Um, I, did, I didn't use any of this, the features that uh, the Xbox... Uh, the Xbox One was sort of marketing, like with the camera and the movement stuff. And it, was this an Xbox exclusive when it came out? I can't, uh, it doesn't look like it was. Um, so I didn't use any of those features. I bet it would be awesome in VR though. Like if any of you have VR and haven't played this game, I would say having not played it on VR, give it a shot. It's gotta be awesome on that platform. I can't imagine how it couldn't be. Um, and uh, just so that we're not repeating ourselves over and over, I'll save the rest of my points for after the break. That is my rant. Nice. This is available on VR? I believe it is. I believe wow. there is a 2021 VR mod. I was looking into it. I might have to look into that. I, I do yeah. have an opinion on VR, which is that I, I played Phasmophobia on VR, and I found that, like, horror game or not, the, the problem with VR, any game that's long is that you just kind of don't want to be wearing VR? For yeah, that it's length. it's not comfortable enough. That's an issue. I agree. Yeah, like there's like there's some video games you just want to lounge on the couch and be able right. to like have a drink and eat a little snack <laughs> and mitigate and like the VR, terror you're living with. Exactly, right, which you can't and do in a VR game. That's VR right. is like you got to stand up, you got to be fully attentive and in the game, and it's like ah, even if it was a like a chill game, sometimes I'm like I'm not in the mood, just not in the mood for that. Yeah. So, this game, again, because it came out in 2014, it was sort of an early last-gen game, and it was and it felt, at the time, like a big graphical leap. Um, and I think part of, the, part of the genius of the designers of it is that by sticking to that sort of production design vibe from the past, it's actually stayed a great-looking game, even though like, oh, when yeah. you start looking at faces and stuff, it's like, mm, it, they, it doesn't look quite as good. There's something about capturing accurately the production design from a movie we already loved that sort of makes a thing feel permanent and flexible in the graphical department. Um, So, Mike, unless you got anything you want to add, is it cool if we jump to uh, jump to go meet our sponsors and come back and hope we've made sense of this mess? What do you think? I thought we were on the other side of the break. I thought we hit the break when he started talking about VR. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we didn't know it's a, no it's a this real is, mess down has here game on vibes to me i know it does uh it's a real mess down here let's let's uh take a quick break you know maybe one of us is dead on the other side of the break we'll see today i'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids how about instead of timeouts time ends time for you to start paying some bills I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to One Upsmanship. We're still talking alien isolation. And uh, now Game On vibes are fully in effect <laughs> because indeed we have passed another checkpoint and the game is on. This is when we just say whatever we she want to say. She is Yeah. That's right. Uh, so nobody's tried it in VR. You didn't try it, Mike, at all? No, I wasn't aware it was available, okay. but I just Googled during the break. It is. It's a uh, quest. It's, it works on the quest. You have to mod it, but it's doable. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. I think I would try the DLC. Did you guys play the DLC where you it recreates Alien? Uh-huh. The ending of Alien? I feel oh, like no. I did you that. You play it, as the characters. It's been years ago, right? Like years and years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I did that when it came out. Yeah, I could see doing that. Or honestly, I would just play the first beat of this where you're on the other ship and safe in VR. Like, uh, kind of the same way Star Trek Bridge Crew I love playing the TNG and just existing on the bridge. <laughs> right. uh, I don't even need to play the game. I just want to be in that there world. There you are. Finally, Dave. Finally yeah. in space. <laughs> yeah. And this, this is another ship that, yeah, I would love to just chill, chill well, on. So, like, this game, I think you said it perfectly, and I think it deserves a little bit of conversation. It's rare that a game so successfully establishes vibes like yeah. this game did. Like, this game really puts you in the middle of it like right away uh and then but it's also it is a slow burn because you get on the space station and you have to sort of exist on the space station and walk around and you're waiting for something to happen and it's like for a while it's just spooky noises and you're just kind of walking around and you in in the you encounter that guy who then the first time you see the alien he kills that guy and it takes a while but it's it it, yeah it it escalates so beautifully That you feel once you're on the space station, you're like any moment. I know this this bastard is gonna pop out at me. You know. Well, one of the cool things that happened in Alien that they they took and made super meaningful in this game is the use of uh, like vents and ducts and sort of like underground oh, yeah. circuit paths and stuff. The kind of stuff that you know it's in a lot of games, right? Like even Dead Space, you crawl through like these little crawl spaces or whatever. But in this game, uh, they tell stories while you're underground a lot. 
uh, or like the, the just the existence of those little anuses on the wall. Yeah, the uh, little metal They anuses. creep you out. They're yeah. creepy sounded looking. Th- like they look like giant uh, uh, what was... camera apertures. Yeah, um, the, the and, shutters. Yeah, yeah, shutters. That's right. And they like the fact that you're constantly sort of navigating through those kind of spaces again without guns, sometimes without lights, and then sometimes the alien will just be in there. <laughs> You know right. what I mean? That was, I was fucked. about to say, what was the first time you realized, oh, no, it can come in here, too. Yeah, or, um, it's great. The first time I realized that if you walk over certain vents or walk under certain vents, you're going to get plucked up by the alien. Like the drool vents. Like you realize. Yeah, the drool like, vents. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Uh, Swamo, did you. So I, I'm just interested because you just recently played it. Uh, did this feel dated to you at all? Or did it feel like a fresh experience? Fresh or dated is an interesting question. I think it's retro, isn't it? Intentionally supposed to be, you know, it's that seventies. Do you mean aesthetic. though in the, in I the love game that design it was the seventies aesthetic, or do you mean the mechanics being? I fresh mean the mechanics of it pr- primarily. Like when you like, did it feel like a like a game that could have released last year? Or did it feel like it was locked in time? Because some of these other games do, like do Outlast feel- and Soma do. I would say. Yeah, I feel like it felt like Soma, but that's it's still like an underrepresented genre. And I thought some aspects of it felt unique to it, which would make it fresh by definition, I guess. So, yeah, I think I think a more modern version of this game, which would be honestly not as good is if they did a uh, Friday the 13th style where someone plays with the alien and everybody else is on the ship. Um, I, I do want to shout out Friday the 13th is um, surprisingly the second place for game that uh, adaptation of a movie because I think that, that game yeah yeah yeah, yeah well in, in terms mind. of attention to detail yeah and yeah. in terms of like if you watch Friday the 13th all the movies and then you play the game you're like oh my god these are just the sets uh, down to like the objects on the tables sometimes so like that's I don't know it, 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 that's all it's surprising uh, but, like that- I'd say this is a li- it's a little dated right because of course it's like you said 2000 I don't mean that it's dated in terms of how does it look yeah oh well, actually yeah what you're saying is right it's an old game it's like almost 10 years old now it's eight years uh I just meant like sometimes you play a game from that era and it feels like this doesn't right. this doesn't really work like I like the most recent mass effect feels felt dated even a little bit when it came out or I would like, I yeah, I would guess the alien AI is probably dated at this point, right? Interesting. Because I remember at the time thinking, this is amazing. And it's not um, as hard now. That's true. Yeah, right? but I think AI always varies, right? Like, I've played, uh, we reviewed, what's it called, Deathloop, and the AI in that is very simplistic. That's still a fun game. But, like, I, I feel like that varies game to game. I don't I don't know much about making games, but I think yeah, some games do. put We're more care. Here. Yeah, it feels like some games put more care into it than others. And so I, I think the Alien AI is still pretty, pretty damn good compared to modern games. Man, it, I, I kind of want to say I don't, I don't think this game is as dated as it could have been. It's surprisingly not No, dated. it's held up. Uh, that's how I felt about it. But I was sort of curious because Mike hadn't played it if he felt the same. Right. Uh, but so that's, I mean, I don't, I'm surprised by that. I would also say I thought your idea that it could be an, uh, like an asymmetric multiplayer game is really interesting. And I'm surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, like you could I, easily I make Evolve think... out of this game and they didn't. Yeah. And that would be I, really cool. I think that's a cool idea as long as they still made this game. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, right, right. Because this game, be, but that is the feeling of the AI is that's what they want you to feel, right? Is like you're playing against another player. 
uh, as opposed to it's almost as good as that, right? Yeah, it's almost that good. Like the AI is that unpredictable that you feel like you're actually be battling with an intelligence that might be able to see you. Yeah, I remember that. What was it? It's there. It's like the infirmary. I forget. There's one sequence. I think the first time where you have to punch in a code on the door at the end of the room, and the alien is walking around. I remember feeling so goddamn stressed at that. I that was probably the longest the game took me in one part is just dealing with that because it was a fairly open space. You had to keep hiding and the alien just did not. Didn't mm, want to cooperate. It, it d- didn't want to cooperate. <laughs> did not and, that, cooperate. and that sound, when you run into a room and you think like, okay, he didn't see me. And then you just hear boom, 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 yep, boom yep. of the running. And yep. you're like, no, 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 no. And it's tail through your That's fucking right. torso. Yeah. Oh, God. Cause there are some telltales for when you've been spotted. And once you hear them, you're screwed. I never. Uh, I, and it's I very get, visceral. Yeah, Mike. I get what you're saying about like after a while, you're like, this is the death animation, and the more you die. But there are certain things I never could get over, which was like the, in, the when you know you're caught, and there's like five seconds before you're killed, and you're just like, no, 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 oh god, oh god. Like those moments were so mm, visceral to me. Dude, I love that's them. when you hit pause and say reload from checkpoint. That's what I. Yeah. Did when I hit <laughs> yeah first first you refuse to experience death. No, no, I just got it. to the point where I was experiencing it as a game, and I've seen the death right. animation enough. I wanted to proceed through the game. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I've been quiet because I feel like now, or I'm in the position I never like being in, but uh, it, just because I want, I don't know, I feel like it should be part of the conversation. I had a very different experience than all the stuff you guys are totally oh, let's agreeing hear it. on. Let's hear I it. thought it was super obvious when NPCs were going to die, like down to the second, I'd be like, oh, here yeah. goes Axel's death. I could really, really, really tell when the alien wasn't active and was active. I'd be like, oh, I can sprint now, because clearly based on the story structure, the alien won't be in this section. And mm. I just sprint through that section. Um, mm. The drooling vent got me exactly once, and then I was like, oh, okay, always look up and check the vents for drool. Check. It never happened to me again. I didn't... The stu- I just felt like... And then the story eventually got un- under my skin, because... You fall into a nest, you climb your way up, you set some magnetic clamps, you fall into the nest again, you climb up, you unset the magnetic clamps. That's not okay, story structure. And there's a point where there's a flashback where you go into one of the guys who brought the aliens in's mind or memory, and you walk for three and a half minutes with nothing. You just walk straight down a wooden, like a metal gangplank, and then you press a button, and then you walk back, and then it fades to black, and that's the flashback. Ellipse that shit. What are you doing? They do waste your time in this game. They 100% waste your time. There's a lot of there and back again, which I actually like because you have these moments where you go, oh, fuck, God, where you have to just, you're like, ah, I have to go back. I, I appreciate that they didn't try to make this like a puzzle game, to be honest. It functions, and that does make it monotonous in the sense that it's like, yeah, you just have to push a bunch of buttons all the time. Here's what I'll say is uh, I never played Death Stranding, but that is a game of a lot of walking and vibes, right? Am I right in saying that? That's how I feel about it, but Mike would say it's much more than that. that. Yeah, I feel like it's much more because you're constantly interacting with the terrain, the topography, the mules, um, setting up like it's also a survival game where you gather resources. Now you can build a hover slingshot. Now you can set up infrastructure this way. I can, you know, create roads, et cetera, et cetera. And then have trucks uh, doing I, missions. For yeah. Them. I under, I understand the overall, but like there's a lot of moments or a better example is like red dead redemption. There's that scene. I think when you come back from 
when you briefly go to that other area and it's like the it's like the man i gotta replay that game where you just have to ride you just have to ride your horse home right and i think you could fast travel that if you wanted to Mm -hmm. but it's just this long vibe it's just we're just enjoying this and that's for an alien fan this knows what to savor so for example the part where it's the flashback where you're just walking to find the ship mm-hmm. for as a really big fan of alien i was thrilled to about that because i knew what was happening i knew we were going to find the ship the engineer uh, on the that planet alien the engineer husk. and yeah. and it was like re- it was like experience this scene from the point of view of the character um, another thing I can compare oh, it to is like... I don't like, like when I know what's going to happen. That's what also, bothered me about the story all the way through is I know And I would say, happen. hold on, Dave. I would also say that I, as an Alien fan, I think that that kind of fan service actually subtracts from the emotional experience of the story. Where it's See, like, I, you know what it's going to be. Now we're giving it to you. And I, I think, I dis- nah, I, they should I give us a story here. I know you do. I but disagree I'm, because... Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's... it's for example... Um, Another, a better example, actually. Did you guys ever play Batman VR? No. No, I did not play that. Batman VR begins with Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed, um, which (laughs) we've seen a million times, right? We've seen it a million times. It wouldn't be a Batman if it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it starts, you're like, here we fucking go. Here's what happens, though, is it's all from the point of view of child Bruce. And you realize playing it from that vantage, it actually makes it terrifying again. Because these guys kill your parents, and then the guy like bends down and looks you. in your face. Yeah, yeah. Right. and suddenly you're like, "Oh my god, I really, I, what a I traumatizing like, event I for a child." Yeah, yeah, and you suddenly like, "This is I never thought that I could experience this a new way." A fresh. Um, with Alien, there's, I mean, uh, it's not like Bruce's parents dying because the that scene where they find the engineer isn't like replayed tons of times. But just that sequence of walking around the planet and just being in that body and how scary it is to be in this like suit that you don't really move around in. I think that mm-hmm. would have benefited from VR hugely. Agreed. Uh, and then slowly discovering this this spaceship. I don't know. There's I like that it savors these moments in this atmosphere. I maintain um, as it. a as a big alien fan, it just it was just like mm, another another angle, another part of it. I can't tell. Uh, I could never say that. I'm also a big alien fan, and that part did work on me. I just want to end by saying the positive bits, like the design, obvious, or you know, all that shit worked on me for some length of time until it didn't. But like, sure, some of the best menus in the game up there with Metroid Prime, and like the fact that they use the actual footage of the 20th Century Fox logo, dumb stuff like that, but incredible attention to detail in the design. The design is impeccable. Did make me like feel like I was in the movie Alien. I don't want to detract from any of that. I just thought it was a if it was a an alien movie, the story would have been a weak alien movie. I think it would have been a standard alien movie. I'd well, say. and I It'd think also like alien 3. you're right that it's better than Prometheus. Actually, you're right yeah. about that. Uh, I I was going to say I also think that uh, nobody can say to another person like, no, this doesn't work. Yes, it does. It, when it worked on you, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that. But I do think there's something to be said about fan service. Where when the beats are, 
when the beats are not f- like freshly experienced or recontextualized, because like Dave's example of this Batman game, the reason it works is that we're doing this recontextualization, right? So we have a new emotional experience. But if the design is to repeat the emotional experience or even to sort of extend the emotional experience of a thing you already know, uh, in general, I kind of feel like... Try something else. Try a new thing. You don't thing. think it's refreshed by the fact that you are controlling the camera, which you can't yeah. do? Yeah. Hold on. So broadly, them. yes. But at the, the key moments you were mentioning earlier, no. They, like There are times I, where they just want to lapse into, into that. And those are the times where I start to get annoyed with it. And it feels like it's wasting my time. I do you know? think this is, a, this is an important distinction because this is where it becomes very subjective, which is that personally, I am way less judgmental of the plot of a video game than the plot of a movie. Uh, and I don't know, you know, like that, that is a sub- subjective idea. So like for me, um, fan service in a game is for like a lot more forgiving than fan service in a movie. Mm. Uh, because a movie is existing in that universe. I do not feel like games necessarily, like I, I don't think of them as canon, you know? For example, a game I enjoyed that I know is a bad game is Alien Colonial Marines. <laughs> Terrible game. Yeah, I skipped that one. Um, but as an Alien fan, and the, the game is nothing but fan service, Hicks comes back and is just like, actually, I'm alive. And it's like, and it's Michael Bean doing the voice. For me, it's like when they make like comic uh, extensions, when it's like Alien versus Predator versus Firefly Batman. wasn't canceled. Joss Whedon's doing a comic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, Where it's right. like, it's, for me, it's, it's fan fiction. This is fan fiction. And I am way more forgiving of fan fiction than when it's like, this is an official sequel that we're making as a movie. And it's made by some of the original people and has the original cast. When that feels like fan fiction, that bothers me. Cause it's like, you're extending the universe. You should be telling more story. You should be that you should be justifying your existence and not just going, Hey, remember Jurassic park? You know what I mean? And my response uh, to that would be video games should not be seen as fan fiction by anybody. I mean, it's fine that you do. And I'm not saying you're wrong for that. I'm saying well, we that's should be I'm demanding saying. more of this medium than to say it's fine because for the most part, video game plots it's don't just matter. A video game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm just saying it's a subjective thing. So it's totally, it's tough for me because I still think of this as on that level. And I'm still judging it more on that level where I'm just like, I just want to like, like, I just want to geek out about like, Oh, they're doing the thing. Also, oh, video, the stuff, you know, something because, interesting about video games as a medium is that story is technically optional, right? You don't need the story right. to play Tetris or That's rocket right. league. And the you, reason you do need the story to play alien isolation. It's an optional yeah. thing, which I, is film can ditch story, but it's a lot harder. Yeah. And I think the reason why there is a distinction, I, so in my mind, I don't think there'll ever fully be a video game that extends the canon of a movie or TV series in a way that it's necessary to play the game because it's just not accessible to everyone. Uh, People who don't play video games who can't play video games. Um, For example, the Matrix games are very much an extension of the story to the point Mm -hmm. that the Wachowskis are like, this is an extension of the story. They but then if, canon, yeah. Yeah, but right. then if you get to like the end of Path of Neo, they change the end, and they go on screen, and they say, they say, hi, we're the Wachowskis, we changed the ending, because it's still a video game, and we want it to be fun. And so, like, I, I don't know if I, I necessarily want it to be that way, where, like, 
somewhere at some point someone watches a movie and goes, I wasn't following it. And someone has to go, well, you didn't play the game. You have to play the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you that's, know? Those are distinct issues, I would say. Because on the one hand, there's building a massive canon where you expect everyone to retain all the information. And on the other hand, there's I want the story to be self-sustaining enough that it's an emotionally rewarding experience. Personally, I don't enjoy almost anything that requires me to have seen 10 or 15 pieces of media I don't want to consume. You know what I mean? I like that's a, that's a broad yeah. thing. And like some people do want that. And God knows that's winning at the box office. So it's not for me to say it doesn't belong. I don't want my video games to contribute to the alien canon per se. I just want my alien video game to take the story seriously enough that uh, that it doesn't feel like it just has to imitate uh, alien. I in would order like for it to any, be good. but that's any that's version where... of Ripley, mother, daughter, or clone Ripley. To not have a doomed, horrible life where all they exactly. do is go, in, go into stasis <laughs> and then encounter an alien and then go into stasis and then encounter an alien. These but that, poor women. But that is, yeah, that is, but that is, That's that is saying something yeah. about the pattern, which is that, like, the pursuit always ends in the same way. They're going into these demons, these hell. And you barely and so get away idea, and a demon is chasing you at the end always exactly. anyway. Right. Yeah. Always. <laughs> of course. And so... And so, like, naturally, Ripley's daughter saying, I'm going to find out what happened to my mother is going to end badly. It's not going to end well. Um, And then the Weyland-Yutani stuff where it's like, yeah, it's repetitive, but it is what they're trying to do constantly. For better or for worse, I would argue uh, aliens, they very, (laughs) they point out of, like, where they're like, they're trying to weaponize them. And then at the end, they're this nuke them, and it's like, so what do you need to weaponize here? It's the same with Jurassic World where they're like, we're weaponizing the raptors. And it's like, why? We already have you nuclear can, weapons and yeah. planes. Yeah. You know what can beat an alien or Missiles. a raptor? A gun. Right, exactly. Like, exactly. But that's, that's just... Ooh, Cadillacs that, and dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, but that's, also, these, by the way, I did think of one game where I think it actually extended the universe in a way that's more meaningful to most people than the original thing. But I guess it's cheating because it's a comic. All the Sam and Max video games. The comic... That they're based on is phenomenal, um, but most people know the games, and I really do think the games expanded tremendously. That's on the also yeah. Star Wars, more of a household name. There's and so Star many Wars Star Wars example. games. That, so uh, that do yeah, this. Star Wars is a close second for sure as capturing the world. I would argue this game does extend the lore in one way that I want to see in the movies, which is the presence of the working Joes. They're cool. Yeah, I think yeah, they were the cool. working Joes are really cool ideas, which is. They're basically the idea of like Bishop or Ash, but they don't have an in they they're, they're not individuals. Yeah. yeah. And so they don't need to have a skin and stuff like that. And so they're distinct from cuz spoilers Samuels I believe is also a robot. Um but uh, Well, of course, right? Yeah, <laughs> like of that's course. another alien trope is that they is he's that a full alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yeah. have to have an alien, uh, right, a robot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes robot. they're um, the turncoat, sometimes they're the self-sacrificial hero. It depends yeah, on Yeah, and I think I think what Ridley Scott did with Prometheus was really cool when it explored the robots and the android stuff. But, uh, you know, that's a different conversation. Um, I just think the Working Joes is like, I would love to see them pop up in an alien sequel. Um, That's the other thing about when this came out, because Prometheus had come out, right, uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a broader conversation, but... The alien movies are slasher films in that I love the first four, all of them, because they're basically taking a new director and saying, let's do let's do a slasher with this new director in this world and have fun with it. And they're all essentially the same, which is Ripley uh, wakes up, 
aliens attack. She has to fight the aliens and get away. Uh, a lot of people die because it's a slasher again. And I think Prometheus, what it was doing was fun, but it, it's 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 kind of like it's. I I personally could watch twenty alien movies that are just slashers, and this to me is the same thing. This extends that idea. This is feels like Alien Five, where it's like here's another story that's a slasher. The only difference is Ripley isn't the character in it, which I would argue Ripley doesn't have instead to be the main character Ripley. of an alien film. <laughs> right? Yeah. Instead, it's I don't think other Ripley. Yeah, I don't think that. Yes, I think we could move on from that. Although I do think that for where Prometheus fell down for most people was a vibe level. It felt like a unique vibe. It almost feels more like Raised by Wolves, his HBO show. Yeah, it didn't feel like an alien movie. Vibe. It didn't feel like an alien movie. Yeah, I agree. That that's I. They put the don't. Like, just put the stupid old-timey technology in it. You're making an alien prequel? Right. Make it look like the fucking 70s. So we won't can I, can I? So I want to I talk a, a, about a few things that are not the Alien franchise uh, ah. related to this game. I know, Dave. So, but briefly. Uh, one of them is, so I think we've probably both gone on records at different times, Swam, on this podcast and said, we hate being, we hate the level in the video game where they take away all your stuff and make you like learn a thing and earn it back, which exists in so many games, right? And yet this concept that I don't know when it when it first was introduced, but it got pretty popular for about 5 years there in the early 2010s of stripping away the shooter part uh really took off. Do you think that uh do you like this genre of game? Do we want to see more of this genre of game and how does this rank in that to you? Me? Yeah, either of you. Do I? I yeah, think do you Dave should answer. Okay. Um, I think that, like I said, this is my favorite game that I hate playing um, in the sense that it stresses me out in a way that it delights me. And it's because, like, yeah, most games I like, you know, a weird example, God of War, uh, the, the, the PS2 ones. It's like you start yeah. less powerful, you slowly get more powerful. And by the end, and yes, the, the demons get harder, but you still, they, they keep it at a way where you still feel more and more awesome as you go. Uh, and I think most video games, I personally enjoy that. I, I, again, I'm not, like, there's certain games that are, you know, more artistic that they do specific things. And I would say this is one of them where, again, the point isn't that. You get more tools and stuff where you're like, haha, I can open this panel that I couldn't before. Oh, I can actually use the flamethrower and scare the alien off. But you never. But slay. for the most part, yeah, yeah, and it's not. It's just not supposed to be that. Where the victory, the the you know the chemicals releasing in my brain has to do with me going like, oh god, I got out of there. I got out of there. Oh my god. Okay, okay, I got out. Like it's that more than it is like, oh my I god, beat look that how awesome son of a I bitch. am. Right. Yeah. It's the and opposite would, of what I get from Elden Ring, which is exactly. which is the like that dragon is mine now. Uh and like the feeling and of that's a, conquering. And that's a great feeling. And they really ramp that up. This you never get that feeling here. The best you're ever gonna get yeah. is like I'm safe for a little while. But it's and I really do kinda want profound, you know? Yeah, I want more of that. The closest I've gotten to it. His kid is the f- stupid Friday the 13th game where Jason is. Those un- are well, fun for that. Not, un- not unkillable, but mostly unkillable. And it's like if you're face to face with Jason, guess what? You're going to die. So like it's all about not fighting, but 
just always getting away. You're just, it's cat and mouse, you're the mouse. And if you're found out, guess what? That's it. Game over. And, and it draws a hard line that I really enjoy. So you I get really the flamethrower, and you constantly have tons of flamethrower ammo. Like, I f- for the back half of the That's game, toward you the end of the like game. you could scare it off all the time. I just scared it off all the time. Well, maybe, that is maybe the you're closest just really you good get at to it. being powerful. Yeah, yeah I, I, was I wonder to if say, I'm Michael, sneakily good at this game, because I, by the end, was sprinting, letting it see me, scaring it off, doing whatever. Right. I'm impressed like, with that, honestly. With I really am. Yeah, no, this started with you saying you didn't like horror games. Michael, I think you might want to play more horror games. Because for me, um, again, I'm a big horror movie guy. Horror games, being immersed in it like this, I lose rationality a lot of the time. Mm. Like, I become a horror character. I've, I do That's what things. I meant is I totally had that period for like four and a half hours where I was in the fear. But when I finally took deep breaths and conquered the fear and was like, it's just a video game, then I was like, this game is actually fairly easy. Yeah, just it sounds hide, like it's, just it's a little bit repetitive. Yeah, I, I have said at, at times on a stream playing games like this, that uh, I actually think that the this is a more visceral horror experience than most horror movies. Um, horror movies are still kind of the prime of that genre. No, but games do I it think, more. I agree. I think yeah. games could, especially really well designed ones, be better at horror than than movies can. Yeah, um, I think the potential yeah, I was exists say, for that. If you shuffled this in with horror movies as a genre, this would be up there. I think. For the this would be better than yeah yeah this would be better than most horror movies when you take into account how many horror movies exist right this would be in in the top twenty percent I would say yeah I think maybe that's even ten percent yeah yeah have any of you uh, have either of you played Outlast yeah no. a bit but didn't finish okay. it okay um, PT would be my favorite I think because it's so concise because that's my thing about hide and seek games is you I do don't ultimately find them engaging enough yeah I feel like that's why if I was so to answer your previous questions, it's like, where would you, what is, what are you like then in this genre? I do need the engagement of like Dead Space or a, or a Resident Evil 4, where the tension comes from the fact that I'm still using skill and like managing ammo and shooting a bunch of zombies and I kick ass, but there's more zombies than I can manage. And as I run out of ammo and headshot, headshot, I have to eventually run. The thing about an unkillable thing is that I always eventually just think of it as a big red orb that is unkillable and I just avoid it. And that's not that scary to me. That it's just like, oh, that's the forbidden fruit of knowledge. You don't fuck with that thing. Got it, chief. <laughs> don't eat like, from the chief for the tree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, but the funny thing is, though... Whereas in Dead Space, when the things... I'm like, these things are fucking coming at me. Oh, no, it's Yeah, you can't me. avoid them. <laughs> right. like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. is like, Of course, the games are designed that if, if you're not allowed to eat from the tree, you, you can at least avoid the tree. But Dead Space, you, can, right. you can't avoid it. So that's interesting. So, I mean, because those are, I would say, the two fundamental horror experiences. In, that is are you in video can games. fight back or you can't fight yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. it. Yeah. And, and uh, most, most games and, and also most horror games are in the Dead Space variety. Where you're, you know, you know, whether it's Castlevania or fucking, you know, Splatterhouse or that's, whatever. Yeah. You're shooting the, the thing, thing back. Most games want to give you that satisfaction. And so I appreciate a game that's just like, nope, that's not what we're doing here at all. And I do mm-hmm. think there needs to be more games like this. As Did you like as it RE7? Replace, RE7 was I loved kind RE7. of this direction. I love that franchise. Yes. I only played. I, I played a little bit, but I haven't played it. You would I, like I it, it because it's more. It's this. You're powerless. It's this more much, than yeah. it is. I mean, there's some shooting, but yeah, you can't kill the the thing that's chasing you. A lot of that game, um, and I think that's is that the tall lady. 
No, no, that's that's various that's members village. of the family at different times. That's village. You're thinking of village, which is the sequel. Oh wait, RE Seven is the one where you're in it's the house. The it's the yes. true detective house. Yes. Yeah, I played that in VR, and let me oh, tell yeah, you, that's rough. I've done not fun. Scary the moment hell. I put on those gl- glasses, I was just like, oh wait, I don't want to be here. <laughs> No. Yeah. 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 There's an upcoming title release. In fact, this may come out after this title releases uh, called Scorn. That's like a horror puzzler. Sure. It's yeah. like it's the it's like a witness based type. on the art of my favorite Ooh. artist of all time, Zdzislaw Bakshinsky, which I'm saying incorrectly and butchering, but uh, an incredible dark surrealist. And this game is explicitly based on his artwork. And I'm intrigued and looks, by I'm the, intrigued by the artwork, but it looks like you don't do oh, anything. I'm looking at it, it looks like you're solving <laughs> puzzles in it, which is an interesting way to think about horror wow. and one we haven't done too much of so i or i mean resident evil certainly does it but like so uh it's a unique idea and i think it were it merits mentioning because it's a it's not one of the two that we were just talking it also about. it also merits mentioning because uh you said it's based off an artist this looks like hr geeker who's yes. famously did alien it's like that yeah, it's yes. exactly like it, hr geeker they mentioned geeker but they also said they're leaning heavily toward judicial and i wanted to shout him out because he never gets enough credit uh, I think that means it's probably time that we revisit our sponsors and get our shit together. And then sure. when we come back, we will decide whether this game belongs on the Celestial Hard Drive or not. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And we're back. Everyone's been sufficiently rebuked. I definitely hit Dave with a flamethrower. And I think it's time that we mm. pass another and final checkpoint right into Keep or Delete, where we decide whether this game belongs with its celestial brethren in the hands of aliens who presumably will not eat it. And they're probably uh, not xenomorphs. Presumably hope, not. Ideally. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, uh, otherwise we've been doing this wrong. <laughs> we've been doing this very wrong. Puncture the hard drive with their mandible and melt it. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what a strange effort we put into <laughs> this. We're like, we did a whole podcast for that. <laughs> you know how many years we put into that? Bro, come <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, the illustrious Dave. Dave the Celestial uh, Thinker. What say sure. you, sir? Which, which game is this? Inscription? <laughs> 
save the celestial thinker. I need a I'll, I'll delete inscription. I'll delete inscription because it wants to be deleted. Uh, um, alien no. isolation. Alien monster. isolation. So this is a this is a situation where it's 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 weird um, because if I knew there was a sequel coming out for this, I would I would I would have more to say. But like I said, the, the I looked it up. The people who made this game aren't working for that company anymore. Yeah. So it's very it's probably not going to make another. And considering how this is probably the best alien game that we'll ever get. Um, and I think one of the best horror games and one of the best adaptations, I do feel like, and I, and if I was thinking like, because I know all your guests want to keep all the time, because why not? It costs me nothing. But if there was really a hard drive with like a hundred games that I wanted aliens to see, um, and I was like, I want them to see horror on our culture. Cause also that hard drive, like there's no movies or books on that hard drive. So I have to think in terms of like, what encompasses our our culture from that's from right game yeah there's there's no blueprints or anything on there either right so like exactly. all they like get is video games video games yeah 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 that's yeah right. and so that's i'm like premise. well i want them to know fear uh this I want and, the aliens to know and fear. i want them to know the alien franchise the universe then yeah i have to keep this cuz i think alien as a franchise is important and i want to show aliens what we think of them uh, that they're that they're little goblins, you know. Well, and we not hate so them. little, uh, but no. we do hate them. No, yes. yeah. If anything, it, yeah, that we that we fear them, that we fear the unknown, uh, and and horror based on the concept of aliens. This I think uh, sums it up because obviously all those other horror games uh, that are sci-fi horror. Guess where they're pulling from? They're pulling from Alien, right? Like they're they're at least a little bit inspired by it, and this is this is it. This is Alien. Alien definitely a- looms large over video games. Like even stuff yeah. like uh, even stuff like Halo, uh, yeah. or other, like like very popular game franchises are deeply influenced by that movie franchise for sure. Yeah, and so this is the meat and potatoes. This is like yeah, I agree. This is like the the raw material that everything else is crafted from. So and and, and it's closer to it. Such, yes. Yeah, and since this is such a really like good adaptation that represents the original film, yeah, I have to keep it uh, okay. for that reason. All right, uh, Mike, you want me to go? You want to go? Sure, you go. Okay. Um, I apologize if you can hear that truck. There's some kind of crazy traffic nope. going out outside my window. That's today. the magic of microphones. No one can ever hear it. You just sound like a lunatic. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I've learned this many times. Great. <laughs> I, I imagined a truck and it really bothered me. That's uh, right. Hey, I really am on the fence on this one. Uh, I think Dave's argument about it being important adaptation is true. And I think I remember my first two playthroughs like I loved this game so much. In fact, that's why I wanted to cover it. Cause it's like, dude, this game is very, very strong and sort of overlooked. And, uh, I feel like if I didn't keep this, I'd have to keep something like outlast, uh, which I liked, but I didn't like as much as this. So I am going to keep it. Uh, I am going to keep it. I think for the, the evade survive genre, it's still my favorite experience. Um, I still wish it was maybe half the length. And I know I say that a lot, because I play a lot of video games, but I really do think anybody who goes through this is going to feel like it gets very repetitive toward the end. Um, 
and that matters. But as an adaptation, as an actual gameplay mechanic archive, uh, and as a kind of a vibe, like a horror vibe, it's pretty tough to beat. Yeah, I'll delete that. Uh, Ooh. It's a hearty, <laughs> handy delete without reservation. I just don't. Well, it's what you're talking about earlier. I do think explicitly the credo of our show is to hold video game stories to the same standard we would hold a film story. And to me, this game succeeds on vibe and then succeeds on gameplay for about six hours and then as 24 hours additional content. And that's just too much for me. I would pick something like PT or Soma, probably. I do agree Soma. that horror needs to be on the drive. Okay. Yeah, I think Soma's stronger, and it's not a coincidence that it's much shorter. Let's um, let's talk about I that game someday. Let's, if let's, there, if we're not gonna, if I was making a drive of a hundred movies, Alien would be on the drive. I agree. But I'm not gonna include a video game on the video game drive because it references a franchise that I love in the film world. Because I just don't think that's the nature of the exercise. I hate being in this position. I feel really uncomfortable, um, but that is my true <laughs> no, but opinion. I, I, yeah, no, I think Michael. that's great that you did that, honestly. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. We, need, we do, so like, just to bookmark this, I think we need to talk about Soma then, because I've played that, and you, it sounds like you have too. If you yeah. feel that way about it, we should talk about it. I'm curious about that. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, I was just going to say, does it comfort you to know that I, I feel nothing about this exercise great, and it's great. fine? Yes, that makes me <laughs> yeah. feel much better. I'm, okay. I'm not surprised whatsoever that you feel nothing about any exercise, Dave. Uh, sure. You, you beautiful wheel of chaos. Speaking of wheels of chaos, uh, if anybody wants to zip over Whee! and see anything you've ever done, Dave, uh, maybe even some stuff you've done with our friend Mike, uh, but never anything you and I have done. Not a single no, nothing. thing. We've never you done and I have anything. never done anything. I've never seen them in the same room. Uh, that's right. Before. Never. Yeah. Where can they do that, Dave? Uh, well, there's a podcast network that I uh, co-run with Th- Thomas Ryman called Gamefully, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, Unemployed. Uh, you can look that up anywhere. We, there's podcasts. We have movie, mainly movie podcasts where we talk about movie news and trailers, and then we do movie reviews every week. When is this coming out? Is this a spooky season? Uh, it's coming out in October. That's uh, right. I believe it's coming out after Halloween. our Dead Space 2 episode, and I'm sorry if I just spoiled that, but I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yes, that's all I can say. Depending on where this came out, we're going to have a We Just Watched episode for I Saw the Devil with a special guest Ooh, uh, good named, movie. named Jason Pargin. Great. That's either have been out or is coming out, and this is me announcing it. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there for just $5 a month. You get access to Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Those are podcasts that sound exactly what they, you know, the, the title says. But we also do uh, stuff with the Small Beans me- Network, patreon.com slash smallbeans. Um, we do a couple podcasts joint with them, like uh, Star Trek The Next Futurama, which I do with some guy. And then we do uh, Spielboys, which is uh, which some Spielberg, guys do. Spielberg yeah. Boys. I'll also stream every now and then on, on Gamefully Unemployed, the Twitch. I've been playing Seven Days to Die, uh, a perfect game. A perfect game. Uh, and uh, yep, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Movie Hooligan. You'll also, That's everything. Dave will also come by and ruin my streams uh, with somewhat, oh, regularly, yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhat regularly he'll do yes. that. Uh, F- find me on Adam's streams. <laughs> he uh, will find Being a there. dick. Yeah, you, you really will. Uh, but I love you, Dave. Uh, I'm so glad you do Thank it. Thank you. Uh, hey, 
Swain, did you want to plug anything, or, or should we get the hell off nah. the ship before it explodes? We should at least leave this locker. Yeah, thank God. It's, it's uh, very Somebody smells yeah. bad, and yeah. I don't know who it is. I do. Just kidding. It's me. Work complete. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.